McCord, an ex-firefighter, finds himself in a tough situation when he has to save his family as well as the U.S. vice president from a group of terrorists. We watched 1995 Sudden Death. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need some like hockey music here. This one? Well, that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Hold on. So can you blend? So can you can you take that? And blend the first like ten seconds into our theme. Maybe. What this isn't a hockey. I like theme. these beats, Dustin. <laughs> this isn't a hockey fucking song. Okay, I'll do it one more time. No, hold on. <laughs> like a mix of. <laughs> oh. I want to stab you in the chest. What? <laughs> somebody, this is somebody's top fifteen hockey pump-up songs. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Here you go. That. That's Are you ready for this? Music. No. What? Okay. Whoop. Whoop! There it is. So good. Move it. <laughs> uh, that's good. Oh, here, top ten hockey techno songs. <laughs> that's the classic shit right there. Yeah, from this era. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready now. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Talk sudden death. I said roll the music. <laughs> well, you should if you're going to play anything, it should be the Hockey Night in Canada music. The old, the old school stuff? No, I'm going to play Coach's Corner music. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is that? Man, wouldn't it be amazing if uh, Don Cherry was in this movie and like how to help him fight terrorists? In a oh, scene? man, that would have <laughs> been good. He at least knocked one of them out. This is Don Cherry music. Yeah. I can't. I can't play that. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I think I should take over Coach's corner. Oh yeah, no, we got a good scrum in the. He's corner. a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a good. I like he, the way he plays old school. <laughs> yeah. See, see how he punches that guy right square in the fucking dick. Yeah, I know. That's good. That's good old-fashioned Canadian hockey. I'm going back to the good stuff. Hey, uh, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our big, giant list. This is episode number 152. I believe you're right. 52. I'm getting better at this, guys. Yeah, we watched uh, Sudden Death. We'll get to that in a second. But beforehand, I am John. With me, as always, is James and Dustin. Hello. So, I'm going to go in this order today. 
Mm-hmm. James. Yeah. Can you please go first? All right. What did you watch? Well, you know, I've been catching up on reruns of Due South. Oh, nice. <laughs> In preparation <laughs> for for what? Uh, I don't know. Our big season? Due South episode. <laughs> 1996's Do So. Do 94, man. Good try. Good try. I was going to say 94. I thought it was too early. Shit. You know, I don't think I ever actually watched that show. Really? He had that husky? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I mean, everybody likes a dog. I think I I confused it with the uh, Brendan Fraser Dudley Do Right movie. Uh, One's a TV show, one's a movie. Dumb, dumb. And they both wear. (laughs) Full mounty regalia. Uh, he That's what confused you. Yeah. Oh, you're being, you're being. A, I think you're being a slick joke. I'm just being a. Jo- you're being a slick you're a funny jokester guy. right now, Dustin. <laughs> I did never. I did. I never actually did watch uh, Do South. Though. All right. I, I oh, remember okay. when it was on. Dustin, seen ads sorry, all the time, James. So. Why are you watching Do South? Uh, I didn't actually, but um, <laughs> oh, you got oh, okay. All right. Well, you got I just now who's a slick jokester? I I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, but. Anyways, I actually watched uh, the first episode of Mandalorian. Nice. Uh, did you watch it, Dustin? I did, yeah. Yeah. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. That's the, That theme song sticks in my head for days afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was really good. It got Bullock in it. Yeah. Little Timothy Oliphant yeah. in there. As, of course, a marshal of marshal. a town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he was awesome. Deadwood connection with, you know. What a silver fox. Guy from this movie we're doing. Paris Booth. Oh, yeah. James. <laughs> nice way to connect you, it. Connect the dots. You are such an connect asshole. The dots. I went with you first uh-huh. so that we wouldn't ruin. Yeah. Well, segue <laughs> wasted. Nice, nice segue. Wasted segues. <laughs> we should compile all these wasted segues into a supercut at some point. Uh, yeah, so I watched. I'm pretty. I hate both of you so much. <laughs> so I watched that, and then I watched uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. They have some new. Episodes. Oh, the new season. Yeah. Oh, it's like a second season already. Yeah. So I, I watched a bunch of those, and I'm really disappointed in the quality of it. Yeah, just like I don't know. I I watch it. I'm like. Unsolved mystery, like yeah, this is just regular <laughs> shit regular that happens. Mysteries. You're like, this is 2020 mysteries, bitch. This is just like normal shit that happens. Step up your game, <laughs> unsolved mysteries. There's no aliens. No. Oh, I haven't got to the aliens yet. Oh, okay. But it's just like one. It leaves it unsolved. So it's <laughs> what's in the title? <laughs> it's in the fucking title. Did, so it's disappointing. Did, did they do any updates? Well, well, it's no. only been two seasons. Right? I know, but that's also. A, if you were old enough to watch the originals, that was always a really cool thing where right. like they would show an episode update. and at the end they would do like Robert Stack would do an update. Yeah. And it yeah. was always like, Oh shit. Like Man. the fuck out of here. Yeah, they haven't done it. Caught that guy? They haven't done an update. Well, because the new Unsolved Mysteries doesn't have uh like a host. Well. There's no host, right? So uh, that kind of it seems. I don't know. That kind of takes away from it. I feel like. I, I think it does. You may be able to help solve a mystery. I mean, I, it's hard to replace Robert Stack, so I could get why well, they'd be like, you know what? Let's not even try the Geico guy. 
<laughs> There's a, oh, yeah? a Geico commercial where they did an Unsolved Mysteries like spoof uh, on it. Okay. Just get that guy. Why not? Get that caveman guy in there. <laughs> get that lizard. Anything else? <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you bored with this? <laughs> All right. Dustin, like continue. I feel like we're about to go down a real wrong, long rabbit hole about <laughs> Well, we Geico. we need to get to the this movie and the <laughs> the in depth content we have to talk about. All right. Well, I've been catching up on TV shows now that October's over, so I watched Mandalorian as well. Nice. Uh, got nice. caught up on Fargo because I'd only watched the first couple of those. Yeah. By the way, I was supposed to go next, oh. so that Dustin doesn't ruin. It's too late. James already no. ruined it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dustin was supposed to be the last because he always has like a. <laughs> An accidental lead in. Speaking of sudden death. <laughs> uh, Fargo, though. I got caught up on Fargo. Uh, that's really great. I'm really getting into it. Are now. you liking the new yeah, season? Yeah, I'm getting into it for sure. So uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of hate on this. New I noticed season. that, yeah. Uh, I disagree. No, I think it's after the first two episodes, which I did think were a little bit slow, I think it's really got into a good groove. Uh, liking a lot of the characters. So I have the I, I have a theory, and I think that this isn't a, this is not a, a smart theory, but it's a when a show is like on that upper echelon, like that top tier of film of show, mm-hmm. like all all of a sudden, like everything about it gets like graded so much higher, right? So like you're almost like asking for diminishing returns. Yeah, and or also people are just um, they're expecting a lot from it, right? Because they've already seen. Yeah, a, a, and a I few feel like that's seasons. kind of unfair. Where it's like this show, it keeps putting out like really solid seasons. Yeah, you have to let each season sort of tell its own story to you because, and you have to like be like, okay, this isn't going to be like season two, which I liked so much, or whatever. You know, it's going to be its own thing. But you also have to be uh, ready for an entire season. And then grade at the end. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, I think that the third season was very much like that, where, like, it got better over. Right, yeah. I think it started really picking up by the third episode already. And, like, Timothy Oliphant comes into that show, and then he's, like, a Mormon, uh, what is he, like, a ranger, a marshal or something? Yeah, Um, he's a Mormon. And so I think his bit's really funny. Like, I see carrots. Yeah. I actually really like what they've done with the. Uh, cop character, the really nervous guy who was like the mine guy in the army. So I don't know. There, there's some really cool stuff going on, uh, and all, like almost all the characters are interesting. So it's fun to watch. Uh, then I also watched. Let's see, the first two seasons of the new season of The Boys. So uh, first have a couple of episodes of that. So I'm getting into. Oh, that. so you're in the second season now? Third, or sorry, second. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good so far, but it's like, I think the same thing with this, the boys, these first two were just like, okay, just kind of laying out where we're sort of headed. But, uh, Aya Cash is fun for sure. I, I didn't even recognize her at first. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I love her so much. I think she's such a great you're actress. The, you're the worst. Yeah. Like she, she comes from the, you're the worst. She's so great. Yeah. Um, which is funny because I just realized that a character from character from the boys Anthony Starr uh he plays Homelander yeah in the boys so i like he's i recognize him but i don't recognize him but he was the main character in a show called Banshee 
Oh, okay. I never watched that show. Yeah. I've had that recommended to me a few times. Uh, it's great. The last season is terrible. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, but it's I, I, I totally did not uh, recognize him at all. I'm really, really bad at that. He has one of those faces where you, even if you hadn't seen him in something, he just kind of looks like a certain kind of bag i don't know <laughs> yeah but speaking of uh speaking of, uh do you have anything else you want uh, to i did have one more which was i watched the entirety of the first season of ted lasso apple plus show. i'm watching that right now i fucking loved it <laughs> it just is exactly what i needed right now it was a bomb for my soul in these shitty times <laughs> it's just so it's the best football show since friday night lights i think and of course it's a completely different, different kind of football but uh it's I've watched the first uh, three episodes. Yeah, it's just really nice. It's so nice. It's it's just a nice change of pace to have a show where the characters are not all complete pieces of shit. And like, I don't know, like I like we just talked about you're the worst. I love that kind of stuff uh, when people are it's just showing like people behaving terribly can be really entertaining. But this is like sometimes you need something that's just the opposite of that and i think that's what ted lasso is have you heard of that show james no uh, i think john mentioned it it's but. jason sudeikis from saturday Night live and uh he it's the dumbest premise he's like a high school football coach in america mm-hmm. and he gets hired to be like a soccer coach in london um but he thinks he's coaching f- like american football no no, no. no. he oh. just takes the job <laughs> he's, he's fully, like he's he fully like knows and, exactly yeah, what he, he has no misconceptions about what he's being hired for, what mm. he's doing. I think he yeah. actually is coaching university. Oh, is it university? Football. I think I thought it was uh, uh, high school. But, but he's like at the top of his game in what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he gets hired. Him and his assistant coach. Yeah, mm. and his his assistant coach is like his right hand man who like knows all the info. Well, he's learning it, but yeah, he's <laughs> learned. But he's like the guy that's like. It's a dumb premise, but the the whole point of the show is just that Ted Lasso himself is like relentlessly optimistic and he's just so positive about everything. And like, even when people are like telling him he sucks shit and stuff, he just like finds a way to make everything positive and just like the way he treats people oh, yeah. with kindness and stuff. It's just kind of inspiring at this point. It is. It nice. is that's totally true. And it, I, I felt the exact same way when I just started watching it. I burned through the whole thing this week in like four days. Yeah. <laughs> it felt it felt really nice to just be like like yeah, this is a nice person doing good things. Like he's whatever the opposite of like toxic masculinity is. Yeah. And like uh, I started watching a show called Warrior. Have you guys seen this? Uh, I no. saw a movie called Warrior with uh, what's his face? So this Venom. is <laughs> Tom Hardy. Um, this is a uh, uh, directed and written by uh, of one of the people involved in it is uh, Jonathan Topper. Who's that? Uh, he's the one who created and wrote. Oh, Banshee, the shitty yeah. show that I liked. That I really liked. That I liked. But this is a show that's created by Bruce Lee. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so it was created by Bruce Lee. He started writing it like in the 70s. Uh, no one would pick it up. Um, and then from what I what I read is that like the studios... Oh, is this the show that they stole and made into Kung Fu, The Legend? Yes, or whatever? so they stole the show, they made it into Kung Fu, The Legend. Right. Uh, but this is like his daughter went back and is now making... Okay. 
this show, and it's <laughs> not good. Well, Jonathan Topper's writing it uh-huh. and directing a bunch of stuff, and it's just like that cheesy level. Okay, it's just like so high. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Does but it feel like a '90s show or something, like a Renegade it just, or. It, 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 <laughs> just feels like <laughs> it's shot really well the action sequences are amazing but like the story is not but the good, story or? is not necessarily where i want it to be and the mm. dialogue's not necessarily where i want it to be but like we'll see it's because you've been spoiled with all these shows <laughs> i have been spoiled like i'm not gonna turn I, i've been spoiled you gotta watch like um i don't know navy seal and ncis <laughs> and those types of shows for a while yeah, Crim- no, criminal that's minds. True. Throw oh, some criminal man. minds in there. And that's what it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I need to. <laughs> Chicago I keep, fire. I keep seeing ads or... for Chicago fire, med, and yeah. police. Is all a, on the same night? FBI. Is there a Pittsburgh fire? <laughs> Not yet. I don't think so. Just wait till Chicago gets really going. Well, no one's watched sudden death then, because <laughs> there should be. Because I'm gonna tell you this: Pittsburgh's crazy. As we find out. <laughs> Roll the trailer for a sudden. As we get ready for the seventh and final game of the Stanley Cup Finals, you can feel the electricity in the air, and there's no question, it just sends a chill up your spine, Paul. That's a fact, Mike. And to make things even more exciting, the Vice President of the United States is here this evening. Don't leave your seats. Too good. Tonight, 17,000 hockey fans have been taken hostage. Enough bombs have been planted in this building to stop all the clocks in the hemisphere. But only one of them knows it. I'm gonna try to stop you. I know where the bombs are, so I know where you're going. Then come and get me. We are gonna do this by the numbers. What number was that? No, he has more to lose than anyone. I said, no vehicles on the grounds, no helicopters in the air. What part of that did you not understand? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Powers boost. So, James, you picked this movie, I think. Yep, sure did. Sudden Death. Why <laughs> did you pick it? Well, first of all, haven't seen it until now. Second, I mean, it's got JCVD. That's all you need. You don't need another reason. Right? So, you know. In the figure, hockey arena. In a hockey arena. You know, I've seen the clips with the mascot fight. <laughs> you know, I'm game. <laughs> all right? I mean, that's why I picked it. Yeah, I think so, those are fair reasons. Yeah. But I, I am a little surprised that you've never seen it. Yeah, never seen it. Just this, this one squeaked by. Through the cracks. Squeaked by. <laughs> Five <Yeah>. hole. <laughs> ah. Hey. Connect the dots. <laughs> Let's get those hockey yeah. references going. Got him in the five hole. <laughs> <laughs> Top corner. Uh, and John, of course, you had seen this film. Oh, I've seen this, yeah, a couple times. I think you had the poster mm-hmm. when you were a kid, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh. 
No, I would. I it, that's not like an uh, a mm-hmm. shamed thing. Like if I had that poster, I would be bragging. About I would it have right been now. on on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jer- so I could jerk off to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that stadium. Uh, <laughs> that Van Damme's face in the shadows in that stadium. Uh, mm. Yeah. So we watched this movie. Uh, yeah, we did. 1995's uh, Sudden Death. Sudden um, death. I'm gonna say this off the bat. I think it held up better than I expected it to. <laughs> uh, but I can't wait to get into it. Do you want, James, do you want to give the uh, synopsis of what this film is? Yeah, sure. Um, a former fireman takes on a group of terrorists holding the vice president and others hostage during the seventh game of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. This is probably the most it's respect. about as intense as it can get. Yeah, it's about yeah. the most respect a game seven could get, eh? <laughs> I mean that was an intense game seven, really. I like was how it? They, well it's kind <laughs> of fuck yeah it went to overtime man it did go to overtime it went to sudden death sud- sudden death so you see sudden death means <laughs> I kind of explain that yeah yeah I like they they then they said it like six times yeah, and, yeah. those are the real uh, announcers yeah the Pittsburgh announcers man that yeah. guy had some silly sayings that he yeah, was yeah some good singers scratch my back with a hacksaw he says at one point <laughs> yeah what the fuck does that mean so i don't know <laughs> i think that right now the the pittsburgh penguins uh color people are considered the worst in the league oh really yeah the current ones i assume these guys are no longer the no they're like the it. most homers okay. like the biggest homers in the league Hmm. I don't know if homers is a term that's like uh, we'll figure it out if it's acceptable yeah. later. <laughs> well, homers is like they love right the local team. Yes. Oh, they're like super fans. Yeah, yeah. They so like, they get super excited for they anything their own their the own team does. Their yeah. own right. Hey, Scott! <laughs> they like to put Pittsburgh jerseys on and just come on their own chest. <laughs> when we were kids, well, we used to play street hockey with this kid, and every time he would. You know, score a goal. He you jerked know, off. He'd be like, <laughs> "We're like, whoa!" So <laughs> this guy's rapidly jerking off in the corner <laughs> onto his own gear. This is weird, guys. I mean, hockey players are weird. So Dan's coming yeah. over. Dan's offering up his own gear <laughs> as a sacrifice. What is happening? Well, the way that the goalie in this movie offers up his gear to. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he actually <laughs> no, offers he it up. No, he he's like in a. He's in the. He's like he's in like, a coma. Yeah, he's in a coma. <laughs> but there's no one else in the room. There's just this one he's guy laying there. They just left him there. There's this guy who's worth no nine trainers around ten million dollars a year who's just lying in a room by himself. Well, he's got oxygen, so. Okay, well let's start at the beginning here. With the we just opens up. Van Damme shows up at his. Kids' place because he's divorced. Or no, whatever. before that. Oh, we get the fire, the firefight. Yeah, scene. we get. Uh, there's a fire raging, right? A raging fire, and um, he's laying awkwardly with trying to rescue a girl. I guess he's trapped. Yeah, he's like yelling for help. Yeah, nobody comes. Uh, you know, the building collapses. The girl's dead. Yeah. And well, finally they come down there, and then when he's like, then he looks at the girl, and then she has died in his arms. And then I was like, "Ooh, hardcore!" Opening. Yeah, that that sets the tone right <laughs> fucking there. Sudden death. That girl died. She died immediately. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so they went there. So they went there. So 
now he's a fire marshal. And so he goes and uh, rudely stops by unannounced <laughs> at his ex place. He's like, hey, I'm taking the kids to the hockey game. I got a lot of respect, though, for that stepdad. Yeah. You know, he handled it pretty chill. He, he was pretty chill. Yeah. He wasn't like, like, oh, tickets for the penguins? I mean, yeah. yeah. Of course. Fuck, fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm not, I ain't no queer. I'm going to let you take these kids. That's what I felt like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know where you go. Well, there's a little bit of masculinity being like. He's relating to the, to the you know, the, the ex, the kid's father. Oh, sure. I thought he was going to be like, hey, hey honey, I'm, I'm going with your ex-husband. I'm going with him. <laughs> to the hockey game. See you later, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you get introduced to his kids, you know, his daughter still thinks that uh, his dad is like a superhero, right? He's a fireman, right? right? And then the son's kind of like, oh, he's not really a fireman. Let's be clear right away. The son, uh, Tyler McCord, this kid can go fuck himself. (laughs) This kid can go fuck himself. What an annoying little shit. Hey, I mean, he has a touching moment later. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Dad, I didn't move. I I didn't move. (laughs) I think that's one of the most touching moments of the movie. It's like, God damn it, this kid. Nah, fuck this kid. I like the daughter's way better. Well, the daughter is great, but I think the son does what he needs to do. Well, he plays the part. I mean, you didn't want to just like punch him when you looked (laughs) at his stupid face. Yeah, he's a fucking kid. Of course (laughs) I did. We Uh, all do. We all do, all the time. Well, the, so the worst thing about movies is that sometimes kids have to be in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, often kid actors are the worst. Well, they are usually that, the worst. But that sucks for kids. Like, it's not their fault. No, I know. I know. Like, they're just kids. I mean, and it, he, it is obviously, it's written for him to also be a, kind this of obnoxious. Is why, but. This is why James writes all kid movies. <laughs> yeah. Why he writes them to die in the first scene. They have to die. <laughs> I thought the daughter was pretty cute. Yeah, so they they go to the arena because he's a fire marshal, and I guess he's working the game that night. Game seven. Game seven. Um, you do find out that he used to play some hockey up in Canada, <laughs> right? <laughs> Goalie. They have that scene in the locker room. They go they go to see the boys. Yeah, they go to see the boys, which uh, you know I love all this stuff. No, that stuff was the best. And he starts talking French to that one guy, and the guy's like, yeah, we're going to fucking kill him or something. Yeah, isn't it Luke Robitaille? Yeah, I do like how this movie is a little bit more hard R on hockey players, whereas I feel like most sports are a little bit more like... I like those fucking pussy Mighty Ducks movies. Well, no, what I, what I feel like is that like when, when it's... Not ba- accurate. It's baseball players or football players, and the NFL is involved, or like the... MLB is involved. Like, they don't give kind of an honest... Right. And I'm not saying this movie's honest about hockey players, but... No, I, I mean... I do that, like the Some of that, that interaction feels so, more like what you expect from hockey players. They're a little bit more like... Hockey players are they not... They swear a lot. They swear a they lot. Swear a lot. They're hockey not good people. swear a and the, lot. And the coaches swear a lot yeah yeah and the coach swears oh man movie. the coach the coach is, the coach so, is amazing. so fucking funny yeah <laughs> you do um, you do get that that moment where the vice president comes in like oh you guys democrats or republicans no we're canadian <laughs> best line in the movie yeah probably the best line uh, i mean i don't i can't really think of any other line no that's like to me the only really memorable 
I piece did of dialogue. Like, yeah. yeah. They're mostly Canadians. Yeah. Yarmor Yager's in there. Right. Uh, we don't... Uh, I think Yarmor Yager was actually pissed because whatever actor was on the ice with his jersey number for all this, you know, shooting the hockey scenes, um, it was on the ice for all three Chicago goals. So that meant Yager was, a, was minus a minus three. three. So he was pissed. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's what he's upset about. <laughs> That's what he's mad about. I mean, I doubt he was legitimately angry. Let's not get into the <laughs> here's and there's about. We the could hockey. just talk hockey. Yeah, I mean, we want to talk hockey. We can talk hockey. Uh, I think Trevor Linden was on the uh, on the Chicago team. Really? Really? Yeah. I think that's what I read. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, really? Nasland was out oh, there. Oh, was it Nasland? I saw Nasland. Was Naslund was yeah, okay, Nasland. But he was Pittsburgh. Now, yeah, no. I think he was Pittsburgh. Was he Pittsburgh? Yeah. I saw Naslin as a Pittsburgh player. Because the Chicago team was actually Pittsburgh's minor league team. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all just Pittsburgh. I'm pretty players. sure I saw Naslin yeah. as a Pittsburgh player. All right. Player. Pull up the tape. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, I, we're, getting, I, we're getting too in, inside know, baseball, yeah, getting, yeah. inside hockey. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's skip, let's skip over this. Skipping, skipping, um, skipping. <laughs> I will say I really, really enjoyed a hockey game as the... As the backdrop. As the backdrop. As the backdrop I, for yeah, this. I really enjoyed that. I think sure. they actually did uh, not a great job, but a no, good job. No, they could have shot the, the hockey scenes a little more realistically. The hockey, but. The hockey scenes, I, th- I think, were shot really poorly, but I think that it was really fun to have it as a yeah. hockey backdrop. And I what I liked about it is that as a hockey fan, I felt they actually took the game fairly seriously. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't like a, like a, like a, like a joke. Yeah, I even noticed in that breakaway that at the time, I think this rule was still in place, the two-line pass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they even made it so that it he didn't, like, break the rule and it wasn't a two-line pass right. for the breakaway. I, yeah, I think, I think they did a really great job with the hockey stuff. Now, the this was based on a story... Written by the wife of the owner, the owner yeah. of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, serious? she didn't write the screenplay. She wrote a short story and then, you know, it got turned into a screenplay. Which is just great. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking drunk wife. Well, this wife that's just like... Well, we don't know if she's drunk, <laughs> but... In my head. She, this wife, this... this uh, she's like in the in the owner's ab- box, and she's like, this game is so boring. This aband- <laughs> she's like writing a short <laughs> yeah. story about terrorists yeah. coming this in. This abandoned and- wife who's just like high on lithium. <laughs> well, you're just, really getting into the details wow. here. It's just right stories about <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then these bad guys come in, take over the arena. Um... I mean, the setup for all the taking over the arena shit is very just by the numbers stuff that we've seen in a hundred action movies. I mean, obviously, this movie is very much a diehard wannabe type movie. Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, it's like a it's a pathetic, <laughs> it's a pathetic attempt at yeah. diehard. Powers Booth, I would say, is a, a fantastic bad guy. I mean, he's fun to watch, but but he's not a very memorable villain to me because. First of all, like, okay, you guys see on the board, his name is Joshua Foss. They don't actually ever say his name once in the movie. Yeah. And we don't know fuck all about him other than, you know, his hints that he gives us that he's either, like, former military yeah, or former Secret Service or whatever. I think he's yeah. an operative, like, recently active. Right. So we never That's actually the, learn, like, the, he doesn't have any motivations other than, money. you know, get money, which 
that's fine. Except I think at the end of the day, if you're thinking back to memorable action movie villains, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, Powers Booth and uh, (laughs) Sudden Death. No, it's a terribly written film. (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. The movie's actually like really, really poorly written. I mean, he actually plays not that bad of a villain. No, not at all. That's what what I'm saying. Like his performance is fun. I think that we'd agree that Powers Booth is also a force for sure like yeah. if or you was, give him yeah you give him a role like he's gonna chew in yeah, he's yeah. get in there and plus he's <laughs> straight up cold-blooded <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah he just fucking shoots people like, yeah point blank and i think that's one of the best parts of this movie is that like he is willing to just kill people mm-hmm like I, I love that kind of shit. Like he doesn't fuck around. I love I love when a bad guy is, is just willing to just like gun people down. Yeah, it, it 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 raises. He kills stakes. the hostages without you know. Like there's a lot of movies where they have these hostage situations, and they're like, I'm gonna kill someone. I'm gonna kill someone. Uh, if you don't give me this by this point, and then you know stuff happens in the movie that prevents them from doing it or whatever. Yeah, that's not the case in this movie. He just every time they don't meet his deadlines yeah he, he shoots he just shoots people in the head or whatever you gotta do you gotta do which gets really funny when it comes to the overtime right where it's just like he's like waiting he's ready to blow up all the bombs right and which i think is really funny because i think actually like what his character would be thinking is at that point is that they're hoping he's hoping that the the game goes on Right. Well, he's not like he's not put off by the fact that it's continuing to no, him. It's he, just kind of funny. Like, he, but he's also hoping for it because he wants his fucking money. Right. Uh, oh yeah, and he's got his uh, hacker guy. Oh, his hacker guy <laughs> is the best. Hickey, played by Michael Gaston. That guy fucking rules. That guy's so funny. <laughs> that guy's in tons of stuff. He's always a prick though. Usually, he was a kind of a more goofy character in this, which I liked because usually when you see him, he's like. An asshole FBI agent. So what else is or, he in? Well, he was in Fringe as like the dickhead boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's in like a whole bunch of shit. Um, he's great in this. He's so, f- he's so funny. This like dumb fuck. <laughs> like I wish he did more though. Like yeah, he should have uh, had more lines. And stuff. Like I think they made a mistake having it that they're just stuck in this room and they never leave. Right, they never go anywhere. And it's not even like a box where you're like looking out at the ice. They're just in some room where they have some TVs in the corner. Well, because they keep looking up, like throughout the movie, uh, Van Damme keeps looking up to the booth and nobody's at the window. Yeah, nobody's there. It's just, I don't know. It would have been really funny if they like had been talking about the hockey game the entire time and like in front of that window and be like, hey, Senator <laughs> or Vice President, like... Like I bet you, blah 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 blah. Like and like engaging people and like right, yeah. Kind of bring everything like along with like what's happening on the ice because they keep coming back to the ice and they they want to make that a central character it's, it's almost. It's tense. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's the game because the game keeps going back and forth. Yeah. I mean, they are. It is smart in the sense I think the script in that you have the built-in ticking clock with you know when the game is going to end and then you're mm-hmm. allowed to extend that clock by having overtime right oh yeah. i think that's kind of a fun aspect of the movie but right i don't know there's certain ways in which it could have been better integrated the the, the, the hockey stuff with i agree i love the, the ticking clock like that's 
yeah. I, I think that's so beneficial to a film like this. So, yeah. Where like you're counting down to something and then you get that overtime. I think they could, and, you know, we're, wait, we're waiting for Pittsburgh to score, to tie it, to extend the overtime. Yeah. I, and yeah. he's searching for the bombs because their bombs are going to go off. And- yeah. And not to sound like a complete fucking Canadian asshole. <laughs> I just feel like the people who wrote this are not necessarily hockey fans. Oh, whoever wrote the screenplay? They could have written it better. Like, well, well, it was was all pretty accurate. It was accurate, except for like, it was just like somebody, I feel like somebody came along then maybe and was like, make it go down to like the last like 0.5 seconds. Like, well, that's just movies. I I, I agree. I agree. It just, yeah. I mean, I, I think the way that they get upstairs that they have to go to this elevator and they've left it up to the chef to decide that's the other part that guy goes and takes the chef's elderly wife hostage and then he just kills kills her her afterwards after he gets uh, but then is he the guy on the building shooting rockets yeah then he goes and shoots rockets at the helicopter the police helicopters or whatever like they don't they don't have the perimeter, like they don't have people <laughs> around. Like, well, you got to remember, we get a swerve in this movie. So Dorian Harewood, who plays Hallmark, the guy in charge of the the Secret Service people, in the building. Yeah, so like the ones trying to get in to like rescue the vice president. Remember, you get you get that scene with him in the police van, and it's like so bad, where he's just like, "Man, our organization is fucked up over the years at times." But can't believe we lost the vice president. Oh, and he like hits the wall. Yeah. And I was like, that was really bad. That was a really bad scene. Yeah, and then, that's... but then later I had to wonder if they left it in like that on purpose because then we find out that he's actually on Powers Booth's team and it's like, oh, okay. So then was that bad acting because he was acting bad because he's actually no. in on it? <laughs> I think it was just bad acting. <laughs> Might have been. This movie uh, is not great. N- Okay, but no, who? No. But who's the main? Who's the main uh, cop outside? That's like talking to Van Dam the whole time. Yeah, Hallmark. That's who I'm talking about. No, isn't there two guys? No, there's just him, and he goes in. Eventually, he goes inside, and then we find out he's a bad guy. He's actually uh, teamed I'm conf- up. I'm confused because at the end they show him. No, there's some other guy out there, but we never like really talk to him. <laughs> I, I'm confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> James is crushed, man. I thought there was another guy. Well, it's a weird, it's kind of a weird thing because this crazy reveal happens like in the middle of the movie instead of like towards the end where you'd expect it to, to, to throw right. a swerve at you. I did love it when they lit him on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> he was fucked dope. Him up. There's some decent kills in this. This movie is not afraid of killing people um, in an awesome fashion. Like, Van Damme's weird MacGyver hose with a fucking what is that like that he shoots out of that yeah, little he spike shoots thing? Like a, a spike thing with like out of like an air compressor. So so that's actually genius. That would totally work. Yeah, yeah. It was just like I well, thought it was so intricate. He, like why did how did he think it, of that? It's why awesome. Why does he only have one bullet? Yeah, he only has one because he's got one Marat in there. Fucking idiot. Because it, it's a one one load at a time. Well, shouldn't he have brought like a handful of them with him? He could have read. Yeah, that. he could have. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, well, I only I only wanted to do that once. Well, it was all, pretty fun. But they now only want to show him doing it once, I guess. Well, let's yeah. talk about our favorite kills. I mean, you got to go to the the mascot, don't you? Well, I wasn't gonna go there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would say the mascot would probably be the best. The mascot's <laughs> my obviously my favorite. This yeah. is the one most ludicrous scene it has, imaginable. This scene is so much fun. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It is so crazy. I fucking love it. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to be like a comedy, an action comedy. The original script. That's what the yeah. original and that and so that scene is the only scene that stayed in from the original script. But well, they aren't playing it as a comedy. I know. Thing. They're I playing know. it as a straight ahead, uh, like I, serious I fight they, scene. They honestly shot it almost as a comedy, though. It's no, it's so just funny. It's funny. only funny, I think, because the person is in a mascot uniform fighting oh, yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme. But I think the movie wants you to take it seriously. Yeah, uh, I, I can't <laughs> disagree I mean, with you. She, the the lady in the outfit. She almost fucking kicks his ass. Like she yeah. Yeah, is she beating does. the shit out of him. Can you imagine if she wasn't encumbered by that mascot uniform? She would have totally she would have fucking wrecked him. Like uh, <laughs> she's it's very close. Rest in peace, J V D. Like he barely squeaks through that fight. <laughs> it's one of his most challenging opponents in any film. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's been and in. he's it's, it's uh, that's actually really funny. <laughs> the fact that like the closest person to killing John Claude Van Damme on camera was wearing a suit. <laughs> like not a suit. That's not fair. Like like a like a mascot yeah, outfit. Like a a mascot outfit. But like bulky. She she should have killed him. <laughs> well, she came close. But you know, this is remember we watched Final Score with Dave Batista where no. they did they took over this no, the soccer stadium. Tell me, tell yeah. Me again. Yeah. It had this exact scene, except yeah. for the the mascot element, where they fought in the kitchen of the stadium, and they put he put the guy's hand in the deep fryer and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wasn't there a knife in there or something? Or yeah. is that a different movie? No, I think there was a knife, too, yeah. Um, so it was like a big... But it's basically the exact scene. Well, that movie, movie is basically this movie. Yeah. It, it is. It's, a, it's, I'd a, say that's it's like a remake. They're held up in the owner's booth yeah, and everything but i would death. say that that movie is not as good as this no it's not no this movie is somehow so much better yeah and i mean it's not that this movie's good it's just that because of things like the mascot mascot fight the mascot gets, fight is like so oh, so good absurd that you it's hard not to have some fun watching it right um and all the stuff with the hockey the, stuff, the hockey stuff and then the of course we haven't even talked about van damme playing goal <laughs> oh i know which is awesome so ridiculous see that's the kind of shit that makes this movie like it's so so bonkers dumb <laughs> it's so great he ends up on the ice he's trying to hide from the terrorists because they're pursuing him through the arena all over the place i just love okay so i love when he goes on the ice and then the announcers are like, oh, oh he's looks like back. he's coming yeah, back. Yeah, because the goalie was, had the fever and he and, left the and, ice. And, and then he goes and sits on the bench and the coach, coach is like, what the hell are you doing? Get <laughs> the fuck in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the coach is really funny. And I like how they do, like how they deal with that. Because um, if you look at like a movie like Any Given Sunday or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like Al Pacino is like, that's, that's Fox. And like there's a lot of swearing and there's right. a lot of stuff, right? But there's not a lot of stuff like that with when it comes to normal like sports in the average movie. And I like how in this, what I would consider an average movie, like an everyday person's movie, it just shows like hockey players being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out there now. Like, 
like <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so yeah. dumb, I, but it's also so hockey where it's just like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, how do none of his teammates? No, no, nobody recognizes nobody him. Recognizes yeah. him. Yeah. But the terrorists recognize him with the goalie mask on. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They've seen him yeah. for like yeah. one second, and like yeah. nobody recognizes that this isn't their teammate. This is their teammate, and they're like. Mm, he looks normal. Well, and then and then he's and then he like skates by, and like this one terrorist is like, oh, that's him. That's, that's him. him. That's him. Like he, they they would not be looking anywhere on the ice for him. Like, well, it's probably the dead giveaway of him dropping the gloves and then oh, he signing the no signing like I love you. Oh, yeah, to, <laughs> to his, his son. kid. <laughs> his son's like, oh, this shit. is after he makes the greatest the, save yeah, of the, the year. That's yeah. the save. Yeah. Yeah. I like how I like that. It's not the it's not the save of the series. You can't just make like a it's good play. It's the greatest save of, of the, the season. Of the season. Or like for God, God forbid he gets scored on. Oh, I know. <laughs> he yeah. has to make the best save. This is some Seagal shit right here. <laughs> that is some Seagal shit. These are also some fucking like really like uh like Pittsburgh homers. <laughs> Of like right, and they're like, oh, that's not even only the save of the game. That's, that's the best save of the, the year, year. Like, of, right, of so, any goalie so in any game. Yeah, John Claude managed to do it. Can we give a kill of the movie, Dustin? Oh man, well I do think the burning one, like you said, of Hallmark is a pretty good one with the uh, the water gun with gas that's or whatever. A great one, yeah. Um, jeez, I don't know. There's a bunch of decent ones. That's the neck thing, like we talked about. It's pretty good with the shooting the... Yeah. What do you call that? What did you call that thing? Well, the orange thing is a moret, and he put like a... a he put a nail through oh, okay, the yeah. moret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have one favorite, but there's a, there's a, a three or four pretty decent ones. Do yeah. You, do you have a favorite? Uh, I would say it would be the mascot would be the favorite. And mm-hmm. then probably the... Uh, there is the part where that one guy, when he still has the goalie uh, uniform on, he still has the pads and everything on. Yeah. And that guy follows him in the locker room and he kicks him in the face. Man, oh, and they, he uses what that a punch miss- down. Well, there's just tool? a missed opportunity there because he should have had his skate and yeah. like cut the guy's throat out with a kick. That right? would have been sick. I s- noticed that as well. Like, I don't understand how this person kicks another person in the face with their skate yeah and he's just like uh that hurt it's like he he should have been like should have been a slash across his face or his throat or something in his throat and he should have just been like blood should have been pouring yeah Yeah. i feel like that was a missed a missed that's the missed that's the missed kill of the movie i also thought they were going to incorporate the uh the skate sharpener because they they actually they specifically they pointed, pointed it out, out at the beginning yeah. so usually that means they're gonna use it i do like when he's fighting that other guy later the the one terrorist with like the curly hair he keeps pressing his face down on the grill but i thought that was hilarious because i was like oh nobody's been in here for a while now. yeah and there's like food and there's on still there. just like a bunch of steaks on the grill oh, that I are know. still cooking <laughs> like, where the fuck are these people he's <laughs> like you know what i guess we're gonna head out and just hey there's like uh 12 pieces of meat just sitting on the grill yeah fuck it <laughs> yeah oh i know it's just funny shit to me like stupid hollywood shit where they're like oh yeah we gotta put some uh gotta put some meat on the grill while he's so you know it's hot in his face <laughs> uh yeah yeah i mean i'd say the mascot and then uh i mean laying the guy on fire that's that's pretty cool 
Yeah, I'd say the Moret killing yeah. is one of my favorites. Um, um I, I, I like how like it's this thing where you see him like figure something out and actually like create that. That's pretty. That it's gun. pretty ingenious. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's that, fun, but it wouldn't. It just that's the, like we're talking about. Like he should have had a handful. It would have made more sense if he's gonna go to the trouble of making this fucking thing. That he would have like a handful of those with him. It's to, true, and like it should have been more than one. Well, I mean, it did inspire you know the John Wick scene where he puts that gun together. <laughs> oh, it did, eh? <laughs> and shoots one bullet. That's where they got it from. That's where they got it from. That's uh, that <laughs> still bothers Sudden me. death. Um, uh, what about when he goes up on the roof of the arena and he's fighting that one guy and he first see like, it was such a like video game thing where he goes down on the lower rung so he can like yeah. scooch past oh, the totally. guy. Like some stealth game where That's you have to exactly like, sneak what up I thought. on a guy and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> And then they open the they open. How did they open the ceiling? Okay. They just like well, hit no, a button he, or something no, 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 on the no, roof. No, no. So earlier he went to the the box at the on the seal on the roof, and he opened it. He didn't like, go earlier. So he he like kills was, or knocks or, or you know knocks that guy out. He's messing around. He shorts it to open the roof. And then another guy comes up, and then he fights oh, yeah. that guy. And then that guy falls and gets caught in the wires yeah. and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize like that building opened. Yeah, opened. Why would That's it open? That's pretty cool, though. I don't know. They I did. thought that was super cool that it opened. But what bothered me was some, that no one know. noticed. Yeah, no one. They were. It's game seven. They're so into the action yeah. on the ice that yeah. no one notices I, the I fucking ceiling what, is open. Well, I think it's, I didn't expect necessarily the the people to notice. But the Somebody in the arena? That, well, the fact that, that none of the announcers... Announcers or, or like, got to be people, like, like maintenance... And the roof! The maintenance people, like... The roof is opening, like, I... I yeah. You, I, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Right. And then he, uh, you get the Van Damme, like, kind of Indiana Jones moment where he swings across to the owner's box on the yeah and then he like jumps onto this other contraption yeah yeah but then he throws that bottle of whatever yeah i think that was some of the um was that c4 stuff that he had collected because he's going around disarming all those bombs i don't know or is that just more of whatever he put in the in the water gun i don't know i i have no idea but then he blows the ceiling apart of the owner's box to jump in there Wait, so did the, the game didn't end then, did it? We don't know who won the fucking Stanley Cup. Uh, no, we didn't. Jesus. Because it, <laughs> it was overtime, right? Right. Yeah, uh, no, we don't know who, who won. Terrible, terrible. Because <laughs> then all of a sudden everyone's screaming and then they're trying to run out. They should have really wrapped up the game afterwards. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess you can't when there's like a burning scrap heap of helicopter sitting on the ice. Oh, that helicopter <laughs> scene... That is just awesome. When That's not it, the word I thought you were gonna use when, there. When when it's when it's falling it's down, slowly, it's falling down slowly, and then he makes eye contact. Yeah. This is after Powers Booth, of course. He's tried to escape the arena. He's dressed. He's disguised himself as a seventies French Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's the scene. So he rescues everyone in the owner's box. So that's the scene where 
Okay, so before that, the daughter stamps Power Boo's hand, right? Right. And then so a secret uh, service agent comes over and says, oh, you know, the, the vice president wants to see you. And right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I thought and, that and, guy was a bad guy. No. I, I I'm saying I thought. Oh, at, yeah, yeah. At the time you're yeah. watching. And then um and then his daughter's like, "That's him. Right. That's she the sees guy." The stamp, yeah. And then you know she gets he grabs to, her again, yeah. yet again, yeah, yet again. And then they fight on the uh, jumbotron. Yeah. All pretty ridiculous, but but fun stuff. I mean, yeah. Really dumb, but. Pretty entertaining for the most part. This I mean, I kind of wish it was more that stuff, though. Like, I, there was a lot of time spent in him trying to find all these C4 and... Yeah. Yeah, some of that's... Well, I mean, they spice that up by having him then kill, you know, one or two henchmen at each yeah. part. But, yeah, like, I don't know. There's something weird there where it's like... Like you said, Powers Booth and these guys are basically in this room for the entire movie. Yeah. There is some good stuff there with him killing hostages there and is, stuff. There is, yeah. But it does feel like there's like a weird sort of separation where there's almost like two different movies going on totally. or something at the same time. Um, but the helicopter shit, that's just hilarious to me. Like the way that it looks, it looks like so fake with it's yeah, like it looks slowly, like a toy. slowly going down. Yeah, slowly going through down. Through the arena roof. Uh, the best in that part, like where it's at that angle, it it, it just it goes straight down. It doesn't like yeah, sway to, to one side, side or blades anything. don't hit anything on the roof no, or anything. No. It just it's it just it's like just, it's like it's a car in reverse except going down backwards. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we also didn't talk about um. There's like a sign outside, and he tries to oh, communicate. Oh yeah, that's right. And which then, is the, a, which is a fun idea. Which is a fun idea. And then the guy shoots a rocket launcher immediately. It's not like they the bad guys outside notice like right away that he's used to the fucking. I mean, announcing whatever like the signboard to alert the cops. I mean, another thing is like, is there no cops inside? Yeah, there should be at least some security around, like, right? There's no security, there's nothing. There's no police, there's no security. But also I think it's hilarious that once this situation has kicked off, the the Secret Service dude, like Hallmark and his team, they're all like, oh yeah, we're shutting it down. No, there's bla- media blackout. Nothing's getting out about this. But there's like, there's like, a, a, there's police choppers being shot down with rocket launchers outside. How are you going to keep that shit out of the news? Yeah. Like it doesn't make know. any sense at all. So, I mean, there's just this, there's so much dumb shit going on at the same yeah. time, right? Yeah. It's almost like it's a really <laughs> stupid <laughs> 90s version of what's happening. Of what's happening? Well, like, that's the 90s version of, like, oh, no, like, nothing's going on. Right. Cable news isn't, like, there's, yeah. there's nothing. Like, yeah. it's, it's 90s. Like, in 2020, it's like, if a fucking... If, if a cop helicopter got shot down, okay. you would know in like five minutes. Okay, but in Die Hard, which came out in 88, the, the the reporters are on the scene like almost immediately. As soon as they hear a call go out no. on the, on yeah, the but that's I, like, police band. That's like part of the movie. I also Hard, agree with so. you, though, is that that's a, that's a benefit. Like that's a, yeah, Die Hard did a good job. This movie does a, is right. a shit I mean, job. They're already ripping off Die Hard, so I mean, if they hit all the exact same beats, beats. <laughs> okay, guys, I got a I got a pitch for you. It's okay. Die Hard. 
in a hockey stadium. <laughs> That's a green light. Oh, yeah, I'm down for that. So somebody's <laughs> coming in, and they're so fucking like they're coming off of like the worst like coke bender that they've ever like had, <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe I have to do this today. And they're like, It's Die Hard in a hockey arena, and then. And, and they the, offered it to John. Then, they offered it to fucking Bruce Willis. Yeah, too. But, and then the people are like, "Really? Yeah, green light." And the guy is just like so coked out, and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so Bruce Willis, Schwarzenegger, and Stallone were all offered this role, right? Uh, Schwarzenegger had just shot two movies back to back, so he didn't do it. Stallone didn't like the script. Bruce Willis was shooting Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's because Stallone didn't write it. Yeah. The problem with this film, it, this isn't a bad film. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's got a lot of problems. Okay. It, what I'm saying is that it's not, it could have been better. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, I suppose. It, it, it's one of those movies where it's like, this is recognizably bad in many ways, but it's also really stupidly fun in many but it's, ways. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not the worst thing we've watched. By no means. It's a very... It's better than Time Cop, which the same this guy directed Time Cop the, the well, previous year. Well, this director didn't want to direct this. You know, Van Damme had to convince him. Yeah, so I he mean, did a better job. It, you know, first of all, it should be like at least twenty-one minutes. Oh yeah, less. shorter. Yeah, for, I agree. Because at an hour and fifty-one minutes, like it's ugh, fucking long. Yeah, that's too much. I agree. I mean, I, I'm with James on this. I one. would like to hear you argue that no, that runtime. You thought time, this was the right runtime? <laughs> no, deserved <laughs> it. Nearly two hours. I feel like this movie deserved an extra thirty-two. Well, I mean, 32. no, it, fuck no. This movie, <laughs> this movie should have been cut down. At, at least a, during the credits, we should yeah. get the the end of the game. Some kind of monster. <laughs> I don't know what monster made this movie this long, but they're an idiot. <laughs> I hope that they fucking lo- they've never made another film. Oh, Peter Hyams did go on to direct End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, another banger. <laughs> Straight banger. Um, Let's give this movie a review. Oh, uh, but he did do... Uh, you guys ever seen the movie Stay Tuned with John Ritter? No. This is a movie where this guy, uh, he gets this weird special cable... Thing installed at home and then him and his wife are sucked into the tv world and they have to go on all these tv shows oh that's I, I, I really concept. liked it when i was a kid um and this guy directed it so huh. <laughs> but cool it's a weird fun kind of movie yeah well james your movie so uh my reaction is a five overall score of four we're all really close on this one. My reaction is also a 5 and a 4.2. So my reaction for this amazing film, <laughs> thank you, James, for uh, bringing it to my attention. Yeah, no problem. Overall, it's a 5. I gave it a 5 for reaction and a 4.2 overall. All right, so I want to do a little bit after we gave our reviews of how Sudden Death did in the box office. I already know this though. Oh, you, you do? son of a bitch! Yeah, I looked it up. I looked it up. I'm a, cheater. So here's my thing. 
I'm looking at domestic box office for December of 1995. Mm-hmm. Not first week. Just how did it do in December? Out of the top 20, Dustin, how do you think it fared? Out of the top 20? I don't know. Uh, let's say 13. Oh, okay. Interesting. James? Mm, I don't know. 16. All right, cool. I'm going to run through quickly the top 20 movies December 1995. All right. Number one, Toy Story. No, okay, yeah. Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Father Sorry, father That's of, weird to me that Toy Story and Jumanji came out the same year. That it feels like Toy my, Story should have been a later, right? That mm-hmm. blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, father of the Bride Two. <laughs> okay. Heat, number four. Nice. Golden Eye. Two movies we've done on this show. Waiting to Exhale. Well, that's that's what we're future, doing next, right? Future movie. <laughs> uh, Sabrina. Okay. Man, I love I love the original Sabrina. I don't think I've ever watched it. Oh, it's amazing. The remake had Harrison Ford, didn't it? It did. The original had, had Humphrey Bogart. Um, uh, Grumpier Old Men. <laughs> Classic. Man, that movie fucking rules. This is the sequel, Grumpier Old Men? Grumpier Old Men, yeah. yeah. Number, uh, number nine, uh, The American President. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Number 10, Casino. Okay. Number 11, Money Train. <laughs> nice. Now that is a possible future episode of the show. It's definitely a future uh, episode. Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. And a lot of sequels. Tom and Huck. JTT. Number, yeah, what's the 411 on the TTG? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 14, Sudden Death. There it is, 14. I said 14. 13. Oh, mm. I was off by one. I'll mm. round out the top 20 with number 15, Get Shorty. 16, Dracula, Dead and Loving It. 17, <laughs> It Takes Two. 18, Nixon. 19, Cutthroat Island. And Ooh. number 20, Balto. Balto, that was a cartoon about a dog? It's a cartoon about a dog, yeah. Yeah. 19, Cutthroat Island. Another future episode of the show. <laughs> <clears throat> So this movie was not like a uh, no, this movie didn't not a smash. It wasn't winning hearts. Yeah, so I guess they had actually already written a sequel. <laughs> yeah, and then when this movie didn't do very good, they were like, "Well, fuck it." But it at least made its money back. Yeah, and it then wasn't, some, it wasn't an and it actually uh, it did fairly well on video. Yeah, so that's where, especially you know, for the Christmas release for a movie like this. Once it comes out on video, then people are like, oh, okay, we're going to rent yeah. it. Van Damme action yeah. movie, whatever. But, um, yeah. So, overall 4.1, which we have a tie with four other movies. Ooh, what do we got? We got 117, Miami Connection. Then we got Cobra, Universal Soldier, and Den of Thieves. Well, this is an easy one for me. This goes after Universal Soldier and before Den of Thieves. We fucking hate Den of Thieves. <laughs> well, no, we I think don't. all three of those other movies are, more, goes, are a lot more classic. Sorry, does this go above or below Den of Thieves for you, Justin? I think it goes above Den of Thieves. It's oh. more entertaining to me. Den of Thieves is, is fucking long. It is long. It, it does have, you know, that 
gunfight scene at the end. Yeah, at the is, end. <laughs> which is good, yeah. I know. I I totally hear you. Um, there's just so much shit that didn't work for, about Dathius yeah, for me. Yeah, totally. John? <sighs> I think I have, to, I have to agree with Dustin. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the same path. Yeah. James, where, do you, where are you? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I agree with both of you. Yeah. I mean, it can't go above Universal Soldier, right? I mean, that's a Van Damme movie, too. But so that, just a more iconic Van Damme I mean, movie. that one, at least you get to see his ass. Right, right. This one? No. That was the one where you could bounce the quarters off his ass. Right, right yeah. <laughs> Those sweet cheeks. <laughs> sweet, sweet buns. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No buns in this, and no splits. Did no. he do the splits at any point? He should have. Another wasted opportunity. He could have done the splits when the the roof started opening. Totally. And he could have been on either side. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It, it yeah. is kind of a weird movie that he, you know, that yeah, he did like, this. Movie. There's some key Van Damme moments that we don't get. There's a lot more of him using a gun though. In yeah. this movie, yeah. very anti Van Damme. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, you're you're very like you're totally right. It's weird that he would be in this, or not. They wouldn't change it. This is to not. Have yeah, him yeah, you're to me more more adapted to his style. Yeah. This is not a Van Damme film. Like he doesn't do a big roundhouse kick to anybody either. But it's but it's also like, this is more of a like a Stallone or Schwarzenegger, film. right? Who were offered the movie? So yeah, I, yeah. yeah. So I have a movie for next week. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready. For this fucking pick? I hope so. <laughs> uh, everything's Shit's falling, falling apart. Everything's falling in apart. In the studio. In the studio. <laughs> my, uh, my entire uh, apparatus just fell apart. So I'm, I have a handheld God mic. does not want you to pick this movie. Yeah. Well, you know, I Tell him where to stick it. Hold I, it. I, I, hold it. I hate to say this, but. We love you, Lord. Stick it up your butt. We love you, Lord. <laughs> Stick it up your butt. God. Um, oh, you showed yeah, him. I'm going. I'm going hard. Hail with, Satan. Going hard with the language. Uh, I picked a movie this week, uh, starring Brie Larson, Shalta Copley. Okay, nice. Killian Murphy, mm-hmm. Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. I picked Free Fire. Nice. That's a fun movie. This is a fun fucking movie. What what movie is it? It's called Free Fire. Free Fire? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure James... A couple years. Came out a couple years ago. 2016. Uh, this is a really, really fun movie. Uh, I've watched it once before. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it. I, I'm kind of excited to watch it again. Mm. Uh, yeah. So... Nice. That's my pick. All right. Well, let's do that spiel. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we uh, really appreciate it. Uh, please check us out on the appropriate social media accounts. Sure. Instagram, actionactionpodcast.com. Uh, where else are we on? Letterboxd. Letterboxd. That's the big one. Sure. Action Action That's podcast. our list. See the list. Enjoy the list. Uh, where can people shit on James? Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. My face, my chest. <laughs> you oh, like specifically guy, his chest is where he's I mean, this guy loves it in his chest. So, um, shit on his chest, and we'll see you next week.
guys.